before you guys listen to this, there's some points that, I don't know, from a certain angle, you could call them racist. You could call them racist, but they're not meant to be. I don't want this episode to get removed because of that. I just want to share my thoughts because I think other people will value them, and I just want to offer that value. Besides, I'm a rapper, and I don't think we're allowed to be racist. So there's something in marketing a lot of artists kind of pretend doesn't exist, but in reality, it's literally everywhere and impossible to avoid. It's just as present as it doesn't seem. This is what's called polarization. I know, it's a really long five-syllable word, but the meaning of it is just as powerful. It's the division of two, according to Google, it's a different, it's, a, it's the division of two sharply contrasting opinions, beliefs, or ideas. And there's so many times people use it in marketing that are just very effective. The reason it's so powerful is that those two contrasting opinions will create tons of controversy and people will emotionally, almost energetically push themselves to one side or the other. The fact that there's, there are two main political parties is a perfect example of this. And the fact that media outlets like Fox and CNN will take bits and pieces of full stories and then amplify them to convince you to click on them and waste your incredibly valuable time and energy pushing yourself to feel one way or the other and maybe talk to other people about it, that's a really good example too because it reinforces that opinion you have. They don't do it because of some overarching apocalyptic Illuminati Freemason agenda, but honestly, that's just my opinion. That's just my belief. And the fact that these outlets do it so much and there's so much controversy sparked that opinion. It sparked that belief. Now, it's, it's just one story and people are either pushing one agenda or the other. What matters is that there are two agendas and they are being pushed and that they, they, they go against each other. And what matters just as much, if not more, is that they are dividing naturally on their own. You don't have to promote and further expose them unless you want to multiply those results, which you kind of do. That's polarizing, it's dividing, and when it comes to marketing, especially as an artist, the more polarizing, the better. That's what makes for the best success stories anyway. Shit. Look at Obama. Look at Eminem. The amount of adversity these guys faced because of the history of their fields not being very welcome to their races makes them new. It makes them threatening to one side and very relatable, agreeable, and potentially novel to another. It makes them polarizing and it creates a divide. You might not like Obama, but he was the first black president. He's black. And he was the president. There was a time when blacks were slaves in this country. 200 years later, the president of the country was black. Seriously, think about it. Like, like, for a second, just seriously think about that. That's adversity. But it's also fucking polarization. I think, personally, I think it's, I think it's beautiful and almost, a, like, like, I think it's beautiful in a way, but that's just me. You may not like Eminem, but a lot of people will actually refuse to look at him as the GOA to the GOAT, <laughs> the greatest of all time in rap music, because he's white. A huge thing with Eminem, despite that, is I have worked with so many white rappers who sound nothing like Eminem, but Eminem is so well known for his brand and history that I'm willing to bet at least 98% of people who know about him almost subconsciously associate the term with white rapper with him before any other rapper. A lot of white rappers who sound absolutely nothing like him will get compared to him just because we're white. Race in modern culture plays a giant role in first impressions at much, as much as it probably shouldn't. <laughs> and when I say impressions, I mean within the first split second of seeing them or hearing about them for the first time. Pretty much no popular white rapper sounds like Eminem because they are not bringing anything new to the table. They all sound different from each other. Mac Miller, Macklemore, 
Action Bronson, Logic, because from him to those rappers and beyond, a white rapper is almost expected to have something that separates them from all the others. People people argue that sound doesn't matter in 2018. Listen to Lil Peep and then listen to Lil Pump and tell me they sound the same. These artists are unique. Nobody gets big sounding like them. It's not just white rappers either, for people who think I'm trying to discriminate here. Think about Kendrick Lamar. Nobody really seems to be popular and become popular sounding like him. However, a lot of, like, a lot of people tell me that I sound like him. But you know what? I'm white, and I have told people of all colors, and they have agreed with me that from a marketing standpoint, it's better to be white and sound like him than black. Now, this honestly probably sounds very racist, but let me be honest with you. If I heard there's a white artist and a black artist who both sounded like Kendrick, and I had to pick one first to check, just to listen to the music. I could listen to both of them, but just to check out their music, gun to the head, in a split second of decision, I would probably check out the white artist first. And someone could say, that's because I'm white, and that's just me, and it's just similar to me. But when I think about it, it's really just new, and it sounds like Kendrick. So, it's familiar, but it's also new in a way. What makes this white rapper any different? There's a gap in your mind that wants to be filled when you hear things like that. Maybe it's the exact same shit, but maybe it's not. So now you're thinking, if he's white, what about his music is any, if anything, is going to be different? There's typically no gap, or at least as much of one, if it's the same race. That's serious, that, that, as much of one, that's extremely important. By the way, believe me, I'm not trying to shove some hateful, racist bullshit down your throats here. I love all the artists I mentioned. I love hip-hop. Good music is good music. That's just factual. I think we can all agree on that. But I also love marketing and learning about psychology and, and shit. Honestly, all of this could be wrong. I could be entirely wrong. A lot of people are wrong about a lot of shit. But this is about, this is about research and application. And the more of it I get through my dome, the better it is for me and others in the long run. But there's an amazing book that backs me up here called Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. I highly recommend looking into it. Now, a reason a lot of people hear about white rappers or black presidents and in a split second will, by default, push themselves to one side or the other is something in psychology called the halo effect. And the halo effect is the tendency of an opinion, also according to Google, in one area to influence an opinion in another area. Now, what does the halo effect have to do with this? Well, with Lil Yachty and Lil Uzi Vert and all these other newer rappers creating this thing so many people call mumble rap, now there's a new wave of it with these artists like Lil Pump and 6ix9ine who have long, multicolored hair, tattoos on their faces, and gold shit on their teeth. Now, when you have such a popular trend of artists doing this, there will be a side of people following the trend and living the lifestyle being involved in the cultures these artists create. But for every person on that side, there's a person on the side of, this is fucking terrible for hip-hop and modern culture, these kids are ruining it for everything, glorifying drug addiction, terrible spending habits, etc, etc. There were rumors that the rapper 6ix9ine was a pedophile spreading around all over the place for a while, but like his intentions are terrible, the things he says in his music are nothing but inhumane, creepy, and psychotic. If you believe one of those things, as an example of the halo effect, you are most likely going to believe the rest and group them in with it. All you need is a trigger, you know, like a thing that you can group them under. Usually it's a name, and boom. And for every example you find of these things to be true, there is likely a true example of the opposite. In the second half of the music video for his song, Gotti, you can find him walking around in, I think, the Philippines, literally just giving money out to kids and their mothers and fathers. Not even talking to them, just giving and saying you're welcome. <laughs>
there's a lot of controversy behind the new song by Drake, Nice For What. You know why? Because Drake is criticized for having a monotone voice, ghostwriters, a fake persona, and in some other bullshit, like, you know, he used to be an actor, he looks like a manatee, I don't know. People have some interesting ways of making things seem worse than they are. <laughs> but there are a couple things in this song that stand out. One, Drake uses his upper register for this song. There's nothing monotone about his voice in this song pretty much at all. Two, Drake was one of the writers. It wasn't ghostwritten by other people. He has a team of writers he worked with on it. If you don't, if you think that's ghostwriting, it's not just him. Kendrick had that for every song on his album Damn. Eminem had that for every song on his album Revival. What's wrong with Drake doing it for his singles? Three, Drake had been talking about girls. He's been doing it for from an empathetic viewpoint for fucking years. And and he does that in his song. What's inauthentic about that? Most people like Drake don't survive any longer than two or three years in the mainstream spotlight because he just does this shit like constantly. But his song, this, this one's about female empowerment in the digital age. It's over a beat that you'd probably hear Kanye West on in 2004 or 2005. I mean, someone could come up with a better example than that, but like, Come on, it, it samples Lauren Hill. What's not polarizing about that? The point is, it's different. People are used to things about it, maybe its components, but they're not entirely, they're not used to it as a whole. People hear my music and might be surprised that I don't look the way I sound. People hear about a multi-billionaire entrepreneur running for president and are surprised when they win. You, but you know what? It's polarizing. It's marketing, it's effective, and it's what gets results. And that's only going to get more true. So if I were you, I would be asking, what am I doing that's polarizing? Because if you're not doing something that's polarizing and you're not doing it to extreme extents, then you are losing hard.